this is the in focus podcast from the hindu hello and welcome to the in focus podcast i'm g sampath your host for today's episode currently the price of petrol is more than 100 per liter in several parts of the country and finance minister nirmala sitaraman has blamed oil bonds for the high prices especially the high excise duties on petrol and diesel she has said that the 1.4 lakh crores worth of oil bonds issued by the upa government have to be repaid and that's why the government has had to tax fuel at high rates opposition parties have of course disputed her claims so what exactly is the truth about oil bonds and how credible is the government's claim that the oil bonds of the upa era are to blame for the high fuel prices to help us get to the bottom of this issue we have with us vivek call Vivek is a popular business columnist and author of five books, including the best-selling Easy Money trilogy. His most recent book is called Bad Money: Inside the NPA Mess and How It Threatens the Indian Banking System. Vivek, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Sampath. Vivek, let's start with the basics. What exactly are oil bonds, and when and why did we need them in the first place? You know, for a pretty long time in India, the price of uh, petrol and diesel. wasn't market driven uh, the government had a role to play in deciding price of both petrol and diesel now what used to happen because of this is that uh, petrol and diesel and uh, you know even uh, domestic cooking gas used to be uh, sold at a price which was not uh, viable for the oil marketing companies uh, companies like indian oil bharat petroleum and uh, hindustan petroleum so in order to uh, compensate these companies for selling at a price which was not viable for them uh, the government would give them money i mean the the government would basically allocate for it under the budget under uh, petroleum subsidies and uh, this is how things went now what happened uh, obviously was that you know in some years uh, and and this started in the vajpayee era the uh, the the oil subsidies uh, started to sort of uh, increase quite a lot and that would have basically meant that uh, the government expenditure would have gone up and in the process the fiscal deficit would have gone up now in order to control for that uh, instead of paying money up front to these oil marketing companies uh, the government essentially started issuing oil bonds now uh, what this essentially did was that uh, this basically kicked the can down the road so the money uh, that was owed to these companies because they sold at a price which was lower than what was uh, viable for them uh, was not paid immediately but a bond was in- issued instead and this bond would be payable in the years to come now obviously uh, all these bonds uh, you know uh, issue given interest uh, every year and uh, and that uh, interest uh, is uh, comes from the government's uh, budget so basically because uh, uh, you know uh, at uh, you know at a certain point of time we did not pay the right price for petrol and diesel uh, these bonds were issued and these bonds now uh, the government has to pay an interest on them and it has to repay uh, these bonds as and when they mature and much of these bonds in fact almost most of these bonds were issued uh, during the upa era uh, you know, which preceded uh, the current nda government's term so but uh, some of these bonds were also issued uh, when uh, atal bihari vajpayee was the prime minister so 
Right. So, uh, she has said, uh, the FM has said, that the fuel prices cannot be brought down because uh, the government has to repay the oil bonds as and when they mature, for which uh, she says that the government has to save now. And also to service the interest on these bonds, uh, which had been issued uh, much earlier. So, is this a valid reason for why the excise duties and other taxes have to be high? Uh, no, no, not at all, in fact. So, you know, uh, and it's a very, uh, I mean, this is publicly available information. I don't have access to any special information. So, if you if you look at the budget, the, the budget documents, the extensive budget documents which are released along with the uh, finance minister's uh, annual budget every year, the total outstanding oil bonds as of March 2014, and this is uh, around three months before uh, Narendra Modi was sworn in as Prime Minister, the outstanding oil bonds stood at 1,34,423 crore. By March 2015, uh, the amount had come down to 1,30,923 crore. So, which basically meant that in the year 2014-15, around 3,500 crore worth of oil bonds uh, matured and they were repaid for. Between March 2015 and March 2021, not one oil bond has matured. So, if an oil bond has not matured, obviously the government hasn't had to pay any money on it. Every year, an interest of around 9,990 crore has been paid on these bonds between uh, March 2015 and March 2021. So, this, if you do the math, amounts to around a little lower than 60,000 crore, around 59,940 crore. So, this is the expense, uh, the money that the Modi government has uh, spent on servicing these oil bonds. Okay. Now, during the same period, this is uh, between March 2000, end of March 2015 and end of March 2021, the government has earned around 14,60,000 crore, 14,60,036 crore as excise duty on petroleum products. Now, when it comes to excise duty on petroleum products, a bulk of this money comes from uh, petrol and diesel. And if we just look at the excise duty on petrol and diesel, uh, the earnings uh, for the government during this period have been around 13.7 lakh crore. Now, the interest that has been paid on this these bonds uh, has been, as I said, around a little less than 60,000 crore. So, basically, the interest paid amounts to around 4.4% of the total money that has been raised by you know, collecting excise duty on both petrol and diesel. So, the, the contention that the government has to you know, repay these oil bonds has not been true in uh, the last six years because you only repay when a bond matures. So, if a bond does not mature, you do not repay. The contention that the government has had to pay interest, yes, that is correct. But that interest is uh, amounts to a very, you know, minuscule around 4.4% of the total amount of taxes, excise duty that has been earned by taxing petrol and diesel. Now, uh, coming to this year. Now, this year things change a little. Uh, because uh, uh, 10,000 crore worth of oil bonds uh, are maturing this year. I think one uh, tranche of uh, 5,000 crore matures in October and another matures in November. Uh, if you do the you know the interest uh, calculations, the interest this year on these oil bonds amount to around 9,500 crore. So that means that this year the government will spend around 19,500 crores, less than 20,000 crores, servicing these bonds. Uh, now, compare this with the fact that uh, in the first uh, three months uh, of this financial year, that's April to June, the government earned around uh, 94,000 crore 
by taxing 94,181 crore by taxing uh, petrol and diesel, uh, the excise duty on petrol and diesel. Now, uh, and this, as you know, was a period uh, when the second wave, COVID wave was at its peak. And because of that, uh, the consumption of petrol and diesel was negatively impacted. Now, on the basis of this information, it is safe to say that if the current taxes continue, the government will end up uh, earning uh, 4 lakh crore or more during the course of this financial year from uh, by taxing petrol and diesel. Now, on 4 lakh crore is what they'll earn and around 19,500 crore is what they'll spend servicing these oil bonds. So, obviously, the, uh, you know, I mean, you can do the math. It, it amounts to around less than 5% of the total amount of taxes that the government is earning on uh, uh, petrol and diesel. Uh, so, this is uh, how uh, things stand uh, up until now. Now, for the years to come. Uh, so, uh, as of March 2022, uh, oil bonds worth 1,20,923 crore uh, will, uh, you know, uh, will continue to be outstanding. I mean, they will have to be repaid. And these bonds are maturing in... Uh, in each of the in, in in years 2023 2024 2025 and 2026 some of uh, you know some of these bonds are maturing in each, some of the tranches are maturing in each of these years uh, so what that does is that these bonds will have to be repaid during those years now another you know argument that keeps getting made is that the government needs to save money to repay these bonds uh, no, people who say this do not understand the basic structure of the government's budget. Now, the government basically earns money during a particular year and it spends that money in that particular year. Hence, you know, an expenditure for a particular year is is met by money revenue that is earned during that particular year. So, bonds which mature in 2023 will be paid out of taxes that are earned in 2023. So that is how it goes. So basically, the entire contention that these bonds, uh, uh, you know, uh, that petrol and diesel prices are high because excise duty and petrol and diesel is high, and that is high because UP era oil bonds need to be repaid, is is basically bunkum. Okay. Okay. Now that's uh, that's that's quite a very uh, clinical dismantling of the argument that oil bonds have anything at all to do with. Uh, high fuel prices. Now, if they are not the reason for high uh, taxes and high prices of fuel, uh, what are the real reasons? I mean, what are the actual reasons? So, I think there are largely two reasons. Uh, there is one main reason and I, could, I would say there is another minor reason. The main reason lies in the fact that uh, corporate income tax uh, collections have fallen from 6.64 lakh crore in 2018-19 to 4.57 lakh crore in 2020-21. This happened because uh, one reason, the major reason why this has happened is because the corporate tax has been cut uh, or rather was cut from 30%. The base rate was cut from 30% to 20%, 22% in September 2019. Now, uh, so this led to uh, the corporate tax collections in 2019-20 falling to 5.57 lakh crore. Uh, as mentioned earlier, in 1819, the corporate tax collections uh, had uh, stood at 6.64 lakh crore. Uh, now, it can also be argued that uh, COVID must have had uh, you know, an impact and led to lower profits for corporates in 2020-21 and hence lower corporate tax collections uh, for the government. Now, uh, the problem uh, with this argument is that if you look at the data uh, uh, from the Center for Monitoring Indian Economy, 
the net profit of listed corporates i mean i'm talking listed corporates here more than 5000 companies increased by 120% in 2020-21 in comparison to 2019-20 so covid didn't impact profits uh, among the listed corporates at least i mean unlisted corporates one doesn't know uh, while net profit went up by 120.3% the corporate tax paid by these companies went up by just 13.9% uh so the covid argument does not really uh, i mean totally hold obviously covid has negatively impacted a large set of uh, smaller businesses and that must have impacted corporate tax collections uh but a bulk of the fall has come because of the lower uh, rate and this has been compensated for by a higher excise duty on petrol and diesel now you know if if you look at i'll i'll give you the numbers again in 2018-19 the corporate uh, tax collections were 6.64 lakh crore in uh, 2021 they were 4.57 lakh crore so that's a fall of around 2.07 lakh crore around 2 lakh crore uh, if you compare this with uh, the uh, excise duty earned on petroleum products by the central government uh in 1819 it had stood at 2.14 lakh crore and this jumped to 3.72 lakh crore in 2020-21 so basically a jump of close to 1.58 lakh crore so a bulk of the fall in corporate income tax has been compensated for by a higher excise duty on petrol and diesel i mean this uh, is pretty pretty obvious i mean there is no uh, you know uh, you can't like uh, deny that in any way the other thing that has happened is that the goods and services tax uh, which was supposed to sort of uh, shore up the government's uh, revenue by a large amount uh, the uh, it did not sort of perform as well as it was uh, expected to and that also has sort of led to uh, lower tax collections and you know again that uh, you know if if you add the uh, uh you know if if you take both of these reasons uh, a bulk of uh, the fall has been compensated for by uh, higher taxes on petrol and diesel right now uh, while uh, these uh, seem certainly to be plausible in terms of explaining uh, the high taxes on fuel the central government has also uh, held that state governments are responsible uh, too you know it's not just them and uh, because their sales taxes on fuel are calculated at velorum you know so can you give us a, a simple breakdown of what is the actual price of petrol before any taxes charged on it and what are the various taxes and commissions and dealer commissions and what not you know uh, which add up and you know uh, what is the exactly the the break up of who's getting the major share uh, from from these taxes is the state government or the central government this data that i'll share now is price of uh, petrol in delhi as of uh, august 16th and uh, the data is from indian oil corporation so uh, the base price of petrol in delhi on that particular day was uh, 41 rupees and 24 paisa on that there was a charge of uh, 36 paisa as freight so if you add both these numbers uh, you get uh, a price of 41 rupees 60 paisa this was the price which was charged to the dealers which basically means the petrol pumps on this there was an excise duty of 32.9 rupees per liter uh, this is a fixed amount uh, 32.9 rupees a liter it is charged by the central government over and above this there was a dealer commission of 3.84 rupees and uh, 
then uh, there was a vat of uh, 23 rupees uh, 50 paisa charged by the delhi government now in some cases some states uh, there is a value added tax which is charged in some case in some states it's called a sales tax now where did this 23 rupees 50 paisa come from uh, this essentially comes from a 30% uh, sales tax which the delhi government charges uh now where so how does 30% amount to 23 rupees 50 paisa so if you add 41.60 which is the price charge to dealers the excise duty of 32.90 and the dealer commission of 3.84 rupees the number 30% of that amounts to 23 rupees 50 paisa and uh, if you add all of this it amounts to a retail selling price of 101 rupees 84 paisa so basically taxes uh, uh, you know amount for uh, almost uh, if you add 4160 and 2350 uh, they amount to almost uh, 65 rupees out of the total uh, 101 rupees uh, now uh, so this is how the breakdown is now what has happened one second there vivek so, so if you're saying uh, the taxes on on fuel amount about uh, 65 rupees of 101 rupees that means uh, the the aam aadmi or the common man is paying about 65% uh, tax on fuel for his daily use whereas corporates uh, are paying what uh, 20% tax on income 22% so this is the difference uh, in terms of rates of tax being paid by uh, these these two sets of uh, so it's not sorry it's not 65 rupees sampat it's 55 rupees 55 so this is 55 rupees calculated on uh, 70 rupees which is 70 rupees right which is add valorem rate no uh, this is this is 55 rupees of uh, if if you add the uh, excise duty charged by the central government and the uh, value added tax charged by the delhi government 55 rupees of a price of around 102 rupees uh, is essentially taxes which are paid by the common man okay please go on okay so uh, so this is how price of uh, fuel which is the price of petrol which is actually at around 41 rupees 24 paisa is bumped up to around uh, 101 rupees now also the other thing that happens here is that uh, there is a tax on tax so when when the delhi government or any other government charges its sales tax it charges that sales tax on uh, you know also on the excise duty charged by the central government so 30% of uh, you know if you look at uh th- excise duty of 32.90 30% of that would amount to close to around 9 10 rupees so 10 rupees is is added uh, to the price of uh, petrol here because there is a tax on tax so that is another interesting uh, uh, dimension in the entire thing okay so i guess uh, this tax on tax is certainly a very uh, anomalous kind of a thing i don't think yeah, that see, uh, see this is why the gst system was brought in place so that the you know the tax on tax system that used to prevail earlier is done away with but that obviously hasn't happened in case of a few goods and that includes petroleum products now are there uh, are there no practical or feasible ways uh, in which the government can bring down the taxes on fuel without foregoing necessarily the revenue Uh, which it does require it does see that the th- the thing here is that uh, you know it is a prerogative of any government to decide how it wants to earn uh, taxes from from its citizens so to that extent this government can also decide like any other government could have the problem here is in the explanation that they are uh, you know offering to the people at large and uh, this is being done over and over again it's not like nirmala sitaraman was the first uh, minister in the current government who blamed oil bonds issued by the previous government f- uh, 
for the high prices of petrol and diesel. uh so the, the problem is in the fact that they are misleading on the explanation that needs to be offered uh, uh, uh to the people at large as to why uh, petrol and diesel prices are high i mean see the entire idea behind cutting corporate taxes was to get them in line with the taxes that are prevalent across southeast asia so that uh, companies uh, come and you know open up factories in india and investment in the economy increases and so on and so forth now that hasn't really happened because you know investing in an economy is not just about lower taxes or lower interest rates there are all many other factors at play now uh, so obviously you know if if that explanation were to be offered at people at large what you would essentially being be saying is that we screwed up now for a government which is obsessed in uh, you know uh, portraying a positive narrative when it comes to the economy all the time uh, it is a difficult thing to do for them to admit that we screwed up so the the result of that is that you know you get all these explanations like about oil bonds and things like that now the question is is there a reasonable way for the government to uh, uh, you know lower uh, these taxes and, uh, sorry lower the excise duty on petrol and diesel and at the same time ensure that its tax revenue is not impacted now uh, so so to to some extent you know if you, if you look at uh, you know the the disinvestment targets that have been set over the last few years the government hasn't really uh, gotten anywhere near uh, achieving those targets now even during the course of the last year uh, the they were nowhere near uh, achieving the target and this is when the stock markets did very very did reasonably well yes, even now i mean if you look at this year we are uh, in august all at the almost the end of august five months of the financial year have gone and there have been no large disinvestments that have happened up until now uh, so some sort of uh, you know price cut can uh, come from that also you know there are a lot of uh, indirect effects now uh, so one of the things that i had uh, written about uh, extensively last year is the fact that uh, the 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 uh, goods and services tax on two wheelers needs to be reduced majorly from some 28% to 18% and that would uh, sort of bring down the price of two wheelers substantially and help uh, the government uh, in uh, you know earn revenue uh, sorry help uh, the two wheeler manufacturers uh, sort of uh, sell more uh, two wheelers now the impact the the idea that there was that the amount of money that uh, the government would have lost for every uh, two wheeler uh, that these companies would have sold in terms of lower gst it could have uh, recovered because of higher volumes and obviously there is a multiplier effect uh, as well that uh, goes through you know when 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 a two wheeler company uh, does well there are you know it it buys more steel it buys more rubber it buys more uh you know whatever why is more plastic so on and so forth so there is some sort of multiplier effect that goes down the economy contract workers also earn a lot of money more money not a lot of money so all these uh, you know so the problem with these things is that they are they are a little difficult to quantify but for a government which has the kind of uh, majority that the current government has uh, these are things that could have been tried out but they haven't really been tried out so so yeah we uh, i think there is definitely a lot of scope for better rationalization of the tax structure not just of fuel but on also other items as you pointed out with regard to two wheelers and the gst structure in general 
And in any case, thank you so much, Vivek, for clearing the air about oil bonds and whether or not they have anything to do uh, with the high fuel prices. Thank you so much for for joining us for your comments. Pleasure, my pleasure, Sampath. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by the Hindu. We'll see you soon.